Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for being here and listening to this podcast. This is episode number 27. Going strong here. I'm so glad that you're with us today. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you joined along for this adventure of mine. I definitely have been extremely busy lately with the podcast and work and my personal life. Um, it is almost November and I'm like, really? How, how is that happening? Uh, it's about to be my favorite holiday, Halloween. I'm very excited. My apartment is decked the fuck out right now with Halloween decorations as I'm having a small get-together at my apartment and I'm so excited to see everyone in their costumes and make delicious food and stuff my face and probably get a little drunk with my friends. So I'm very excited about that this week. I definitely have been just so crazy busy. I actually feel like I haven't recorded in a little bit, which is funny. It's been, what, like two weeks, I think? Because I had um, a few guests, so we kind of recorded ahead of time. So I am very excited to be back recording. It is, so not only is it the end of October, it is also Bachelorette time. My favorite show, You, on Netflix came out with the third season. And I just have so much excitement about my shows right now. It's so silly and I'm sure some of you can relate to that like I get so excited when my shows have a new season so I'm definitely going to recap the bachelorette um I definitely want to talk about a few of my recommendations that I have for you guys this week and then um just talk about a few shows so without further ado let's get into Michelle's season of the bachelorette it started last night which if you are a bachelorette, bachelor franchise, bachelor nation lover, you know that the show's usually on Mondays. It is now on Tuesdays, which honestly will forever fuck me up because it's like my Monday thing. Usually like I get excited to sit down. You know, Mondays are always like a blah day because it's like, oh, the weekend is over. The Sunday fucking, um, oh my God, what is it called? Sunday feels... Sunday sadness. Sunday scaries. Okay. Wow, Jenny. Uh, so Monday, it was usually like my thing. And I sat down and I just enjoyed my Monday to look forward to The Bachelorette. So now that it's on Tuesday, it definitely throws me for a loop. But that's okay. It is on Tuesdays, I believe, this whole season. Michelle Young is our new Bachelorette. She is, first of all, gorgeous. She's so um, authentic to herself. She's a teacher, so obviously she's good with kids, which I think is an awesome trait to have. And I know a lot of men find that very attractive when, uh, you know, when women are good with kids. So, and then just like a little bit of background story. She was on Matt James's season. I think she was like second or third runner up. So now we have her as the Bachelorette. And like I said, Last night was the limo entrances, and holy shit, these men did not disappoint. So I wrote some of my favorites down because some of them were just insanely hilarious. 
and ridiculous. There was this one guy that had a suit on and then all of a sudden he like had like a zipper or something and took off his sleeve. So he was literally just in like a suit, like almost like a vest. He had nothing on his sleeves. And I was like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. My next one that I had written down was this man came in with a suit coat button down shirt with very strange like bikini style underwear and everyone was like what the fuck bro like why don't you have fucking pants on I thought that was very weird and also like a weird flex like obviously your junk is showing but like you don't really have much to show you don't have a boner like what do you just want people to see your package I thought that was very strange then, of course, we have to have a guy in a costume of some sort. We didn't really have so much a costume, but we did have a guy that came in a... I guess it's kind of a costume. But he had an apple on his chest, so he was, like, in an apple costume. It was kind of funny, but also weird. And then she was like, oh, what's your favorite apple? And he said a Granny Smith apple, which is funny because Granny Smith apples are obviously green, and he had a red apple costume on, so it was very strange. Um, and then honestly, the ice cream truck was funny, but then we found out that he was a psychopath. I'll get into that after. My by far favorite fucking one was the man that was inside of the table as an entree. So just picture a table. I actually posted this on my Instagram story yesterday. So picture a table with some like a candle and like some, some food plates and then the little, um, like if you're like at a fancy restaurant, it's like a chef's like bowl thing. I don't even know what it's called. A bowl thing and then, then they pick it up and then the entrees below it. So they push, like the producers push that up to Michelle. And she's like, okay, what do I do with this? Like, is it for me to eat? She was kind of like, what the fuck? And then she picks up the little bowl thing and his head is just right there. And he's like, hey. So I was dying laughing. I thought it was hysterical and also just like comical and creative. And then he sat in that freaking poor table. He probably was like hunched over. Like I can't even imagine like his arms were under like only his head was showing. So and he was like that for it looked like a lot of the night. And then he finally got out of it when he talked to Michelle. So that was honestly my favorite one because I thought it was just so funny and different. Definitely some interesting things that people said to her. Um, it was just a very good episode, I thought. A good opener. And then the craziest thing that happened on this episode, in my opinion, was that guy Ryan, which if you watched, you know who I'm talking about. I call him the psychopath because he wrote notes. Like, he had, like, a lot of documents in his room um, saying, like, how to act and she's a teacher and all this stuff about her and how to get more screen time and don't act like this previous bachelor because no one liked him and act like this person and like all these notes like very very descriptive and Caitlin and Tasha, the host found these notes because they like went and saw some of the men and just kind of like introduced themselves and asked them how they're doing so they found these notes and then questioned him about it and he was like oh like I'm just here for the right reasons I just want to have notes and like make sure I knew all about Michelle like trying to cover it up then at the cocktail hour Tasha and Caitlin go up to Michelle 
and basically tell her, hey, this guy had a bunch of creepy fucking notes and you probably should, you know, think about talking to him. So of course, the badass that Michelle is went up to him and said, hey, I need to talk to you, asked, you know, confronted him about the the notes and said, hey, can we just have an honest conversation and let's go look at the notes in your room? So they proceed to go up to his hotel room. She looks at the notes. She's mortified because it's so fucking creepy and wrong and just very degrading, honestly, and just like gross. So then he's kind of like trying to cover it up like, oh, I was just writing these. Oh, my friend wrote them for me that watches the show. And then he kind of a couple seconds later, he was like, oh, I wrote some of the notes. And then she was like, okay, your story is changing. Did you write the notes or did your friend write the notes? So he was just like tripping over his words. It was very uncomfortable. Then he was like, do you just want to look at these alone? And he like walked out of his hotel room. Michelle continued to read them and was just absolutely mortified. And she was like, you know what? I can't start a relationship with someone uh, and getting to know someone with this amount of crazy detail and like just this your story's not matching up and so she really told it like it is which I respected so much because it's like yeah girl like don't like let him just pretend that that's okay because it was not okay so overall great episode um I think there was 30 men and I want to say like three or four got kicked off so I'm very excited to see the next episode Okay, so now my recommendations. Obviously, if you know me, I have been so excited to see the season three of you on Netflix. I am so fucking excited that Tyler finally... Actually, let me back up. So Friday it comes out. I literally like 5 p.m. I end work. I literally go and sit on the couch, start watching episode one. And then I started episode two. By the time I started episode two, Tyler came home and he was like, oh, hi, babe. Like sat down with me. We started to like watch it together. And he was like, oh, wow. Like maybe I might be into the show. Previous to this, I have tried to convince him to watch the show with me for a year now. Like we even watched like a couple episodes together at the beginning of our relationship. And then he was kind of like, yeah, this is not my show, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, really? Like, I wish you gave him more of a shot. And I've literally been like anticipating season three and he knew that. And then he just was like, no, Janae, like that's your show, whatever. Of course, when I'm watching it, he's like, you know what? Let's fucking watch this from the beginning. And I'm like on like over the moon because I was like, trying to have him watch it with me for literally a year so now I was like okay let's start from the beginning so we already watched season one we're into season two he's really liking it so I'm really excited that he is gonna experience this crazy fucking show with me and if you watch it you know that it's just just insane Joe and love are just I mean they're they're murderers but it's so like I can't stop watching it's just like It's like a car accident that you just can't look away. So definitely recommend if you haven't seen that show and you're into like the kind of horror, not horror, but like creepy, murdery action, action, I guess. I don't know. I'm really bad at describing shows, but great show. My next recommendation is the show Clickbait on Netflix. I'm still... Uh, I want to say I'm on season, or I'm sorry, episode seven, but it's super interesting. 
kind of similar to you, kind of murder, um, mystery, like what's going to happen. And it's, it's very, it's, I don't want to like get into too much detail about it because I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but definitely recommend watching that show. It is so intriguing and just insane. Okay. So let's get into the topic today. I'm so excited. I feel like I've thought about this topic, but I was like, how do I present this? Um, I mean, it's fall now, so it's definitely cuffing season, as they say, which is, I actually was like, I really want to look up exactly what this means because I've, I've heard it so many times, but I was like, what is cuffing season like really all about? And basically it's like single people begin to look for partners to pass the cooler months, essentially. So that's exactly what cuffing season is all about. And since we're in fall, we are in cuffing season officially. So it is cuffing season. So a lot of people are going on those dates. They are, you know, trying to find someone to either hang out with, maybe sleep around with, maybe date, maybe find their husband or wife. So this episode is going to be about dating multiple people. And I want to be clear when I phrase that, I'm not saying be in a poly relationship. What I'm saying is going on dates with multiple people. Because we all know or a lot of people should know that, you know, when you're in the dating pool, when you are on the apps, nine times out of 10, uh, someone that you want to date with might have, you know, gone on a date with someone that week, or they're planning to go on a date on a first date with someone else. And, and that's just kind of how dating is. Like, you go on a date, you see how it goes. It's either going to go one way or another, it's going to go well, and you're going to see them again. Maybe the date was okay, but you're like, hey, this is not my person. I don't really vibe with this person. Or you're like, I am so fucking glad that I never have to see you again. So I'm definitely going to break down um, some tips and um, some stories and just ways to date multiple people um, efficiently and kind of get to, you know, whatever your goal is. like I said, whether that being you're trying to find the person that you're you know, going to be in a relationship with, or maybe you just kind of want to go on dates and start meeting new people and maybe you get some friends out of it. I've definitely gone on some dates with people and it was kind of like, hey, I think we can be friends. Like, you're really cool. We live in the same area. We vibe. We get along. We have the similar interests, but like, I don't see us on like a relationship level and that's okay. So... Um, you know, when you're in the dating world or when, you know, if you're on the apps, if you're meeting in the wild, it can be really hard to juggle, you know, going on multiple dates, setting the dates up. And what I always tell like my girlfriends and stuff, um, definitely try not to put all your eggs in one basket. I think, I mean, that's a very common phrase. And I think just making sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure, And what I mean by that is, say you go on a date with guy number one. He's great. He has a good personality. He is charming. He's funny. Um, You know, he's your your typical look that you like. Um, You know, you have things in common with him. But you're into him, but maybe 
he doesn't ever text you again or you never, you know, you never connect again. You reach out, he doesn't answer. You got ghosted. Um, there can be totally those types of scenarios. And so then you're kind of bummed and you're like, oh, well, I really wanted to, you know, maybe you text him, text him again and you're like, well, I really wanted to hang out with him again, but he's not feeling it. So what do you do in that situation? You go on your dating app and you find someone else to go on a date with. And so what my friend actually told me once, and I loved the story. So what you want to do is when you are going on these dates, um, even if it, it even if it's one date, try to write down all the the things about the date and the guy. So like I was saying, guy one, charming, funny, great sense of humor, blah, blah, blah. And then you can write maybe, okay, well, he didn't text me back, so he kind of ghosted me. Okay, now we're going to go to guy number two. You know, he was really nice guy. We had some drinks, um, but there was a few red flags. Like he kind of didn't smell very great. He bragged the whole time about his job. Um, he was kind of rude to the waitress. Um, so just kind of pick some things about these people. And I'm not trying to pick them apart in any sort of way, but this is just like a good thing to write down because then you're going to, what you're going to do is kind of create like a clock and just write down all of the people that you're seeing. And what, and this could be a span of like a, a couple months. It could be a year. No matter what your timing is, um, there's no rush on the amount of time you go on dates. Some people love to go on multiple dates a week. Some people like to go on maybe one a month. All depends on your preference. But what I'm saying is writing these things down and just filtering them out. So then maybe you go on a, a date with guy number three. He has a great career. He's funny. But the unfortunate part is he just got out of a long relationship. So you make your clock. So you write all these things, you make like a clock. And it kind of signifies, okay, well, you know what? I really, really wasn't vibing with number three. So let's get that out. Number two, he was, he was nice, but you know the bragging thing maybe came off wrong to you. But you know what? He's texting me, guy number two is texting me. He wants to go out again, so let's give him another chance. So you go on another date with him and then maybe someone else comes in the mix, right? Um, And you start talking to them, Um, you know, you set up a date. All right, let's go on this date. And maybe this guy is, um, you know, maybe he is divorced. Maybe he has a great career, but um, maybe he has a bunch of roommates and you're kind of like, eh, I don't really know if I'm into that. Um, no matter what your your expectations are for the person, it's so good to visually see it. And so you can be able to say, okay, you know what? I really liked this guy and this guy, so I'm going to you know, continue to go on another date with them. And let me be clear here. Dating multiple people is definitely not for everyone. Certain people I know, some of my girlfriends, some people that I, I've known in my life, They are like, absolutely not. I cannot date multiple people. I will get their stories mixed up or it gives me too much anxiety. I might call them by the wrong name. And these are all totally valid things. This is just a preference. Um, And no matter what your 
outcome or your goal you want, I truly think you can get whatever you want from just writing it all down, having the clock and just kind of weeding out, you know, who you're not connecting with or, um, you know, choosing people to continue seeing. So maybe there's two guys that you're like, okay, both of them have great careers. They both want children. They both, um, you know, have their own house. Um, but one of them, I don't know, has a bad schedule that that doesn't um, match up with yours and you can never see him. But the other guy, you know, maybe he has a few children and he also can't hang out as often because he has to prioritize, you know, his job and his children. So it's just about figuring out who you connect with, who you vibe and, and no matter what your goal is, maybe you want to really find your person. So just kind of going on more dates, seeing how, you know, you connect with them. Because honestly, let's be honest here, the first date is usually not always that great. I mean, they can be great and maybe the guy is really nervous or maybe you're really nervous. You haven't been on a date in a while. There's a lot of nerves usually on the first date. You're meeting someone new and you're sitting down with them um, and getting to know them and Maybe there's awkward silences. Um, So I think giving someone a second chance, if you are kind of iffy about it, and I've definitely talked about this in my um, other podcast episodes, just kind of giving someone a chance. Um, Obviously, if you like see a bunch of red flags, no need to obviously go on a second date if you're like, absolutely not. But if you're kind of on the fence, um, I always say just like go for it. If if you go on the second day and then you realize, hey, you know, this wasn't for me. You're not, you know, you're not my vibe. That's okay. Um, but some people think, you know, and if this sounds all terrifying to you, that's totally fine too. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, get a different, pers- give you guys a different perspective from, um, you know, pos- a different position and just really find what you're looking for and whether that being a hookup maybe maybe you go on a few dates with this guy and he is great in bed and you have a wicked you know wicked great sex and and the chemistry is there but then when you hang out like at dinner or something it's kind of bland and so then maybe guy number two um you know maybe you haven't had sex yet but Um, You fooled around a little bit and it's kind of like blah and and that's what you're looking for is a hookup. Um, Still make that clock and and write these things down because I think it will kind of help you funnel out. Okay, you know, I think guy number one is going to be my, I don't know, hookup buddy for now. I mean, no matter what your goal is and definitely set your intentions when you're on these dates, no matter what you want, whether that, you know, being a hookup or whether you're looking for your husband or wife, no matter what, I think it's so fair and no one can fault you for telling that person exactly what you want. So during all of these dates and situations, So say if you are going on a date with one guy, um, you know, you go on a second date and then you bring another guy into the mix, um, you know, you're going on dates with him. I think until you have that conversation of, hey, you're the only person I'm seeing, or I think we should see each other exclusively, or um, no matter what the situation is, I don't think you owe the person anything. You don't owe them an explanation. I don't think you need to disclose that you're seeing multiple people as long as you're obviously being transparent with them. 
I don't think it's a horrible thing to, you know, if they if it gets brought up in a conversation, I don't think obviously lying is a, the best option by any means. You can be transparent and be like, hey, yeah, I am seeing a few um, a few other people and I'm just kind of seeing who I vibe with. And, and if that person can't handle it, then they're not for you. Because realistically, if you have a great connection with that person and, and they are vibing with you, you're vibing with them, they should understand that you're just keeping your options open and you're not putting your eggs in one basket. And I think that that's a lot. It, it can be a lot. And some people might think like that's too much or, or, oh, you're being shady about it. But like as long as you're being honest and transparent with that person, I don't think they can fault you for dating multiple people. And let's be real here. If you're on a dating app, nine out of 10 times, they're seeing other people too. And maybe they're not. I could be wrong. Depends on the person. Some people only like to date one person at a time, end it, or, you know, it fizzles out and then they kind of go on to the next person. But I've definitely dated, um, went on dates with a few people at the same time. And I just did exactly what I'm saying and just really keep in contact with yourself and just like be honest with yourself and be like, do I really see this person, you know, in my future? And do I really, or if it's a hookup situation, like, am I really connected to this person? Do I really, do I really see myself having sex with them? That That's always my question to myself when I'm um, dating someone is, can I picture myself fucking them? And, and I know that might sound really, really weird, but if I can't picture myself having sex with someone, it ain't gonna work. So that's like a that's like a huge thing that I always ask myself when I, you know, go on or when I used to go on dates is could I picture myself, you know, with this person at like a family event and just like leave, like, you know, leaving them to to talk to like my other family members and it's fine if I walk away. Or can I picture them in bed with me? Can I picture them um, you know, there for me in a, during a tough time? Um, just thinking of all of these situations and I definitely I feel like some people, you know, they might have a hard time mentally, un- like, removing themselves from the situation of, like, being on a date with this person and then going on a date with another person. But at the same time, you are just doing, you're just doing your thing. And 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 if they can't handle that, like, that's on them. And I have a really funny, not really funny, but an interesting story about this topic. So... I went on a date with this guy a couple summers ago. He lived in the same town as me, um, so we planned to go out on a Saturday night. We got drinks, so we had pizza. We were kind of just like walking around downtown. It was like a nice summer night. Um, and I I thought he was very nice. He, he was kind of rough around the edges, um, so I was kind of like very aware of those, of like the red flags. Um, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a shot. He seems really nice, blah, blah, blah. So we had like a really fun night. We ended up getting like late night pizza, like I said. Um, he walked me back to my place. We kind of hugged. We kissed a little bit. And then he kind of went on his merry way. So we did have a second date planned. And I really was going to, you know, give him a second chance and be like, hey, like, you know, I, I thought you were nice, but I... You know, I was very hesitant on some of the the rough, like rough around the edges, red flags. I was very, very, um, I was very aware of them, which I think you should always like 
don't push away the red flags because if something is a deal breaker or red flag, definitely like keep that on top of your mind. Um, I'm a very open-minded person, so sometimes I'll let things slide as long as it's not like an extreme red flag or deal breaker. Um, But everyone's got their flaws. Everyone's got their baggage, Um, especially at my age, you know, in our almost 30s, late 20s. um, You know, some people have have baggage and flaws and that's okay because I'm not perfect either. I never claim to be and I never ever will be perfect and I don't expect myself or anyone to be perfect. So anyways, so we go on the date. It was good. It was fine. Very aware of his, um, you know, rough around the edgeness. Uh, and so I was on the app still, obviously. Um, and I was kind of like, I was kind of thinking it over like, okay, yeah, we'll go on the second date, but, um, I don't really know if this guy is my person. So I changed one of my pictures on my dating app and literally probably like a couple minutes later, he's like furiously texting me and being like, why'd you change your profile picture? Like blah, blah, blah. Like literally grilling me about it. Like clearly you're not serious about me. If you're changing your profile picture, like what are you seeing other guys? Like literally blowing up my phone. And I, right when I got those, I was like, yep, this is not right for me. Like that's, you don't, I don't, I didn't owe him anything. I went on one date with you. Um, He was just so like flabbergasted. The fact that I changed my, one of my pictures, I was just like, oh hell no, big red flag. So I ended that really quick. I said, you know what? I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I'm not married to you. I'm not dating you. I went on one date with you. So that was a no-go. And I feel like you will find, you know, these things out, whether, you know, whether it's date two or, you know, a couple months in. If something is not right, you usually find out, you know, fairly quickly if you're lucky, I guess. Um, and, and then I think another very, very important thing is, and I know that this is very, very hard for a lot of people to like retain and understand because I used to have very high expectations when I went on dates. And as I, you know, was dating for years and years and years, I kind of was like, I need to lower my expectations because if you go into a date saying, oh, I wonder if this is going to be my person for the rest of my life. Like I really like, obviously that can be on your mind, but try to just think, okay, I'm meeting, like have the mindset of I am going on this date. We are going to have dinner. We're going to have some drinks. I'll tell him about me. I'll ask him some stuff, some stuff about him. And that's pretty much it. Like try try to just think about it and not of like a a future kind of way like see how you know the vibe is with this person see how they are like I always I always say this see how they are with like the waitress and or waiter um see how they interact with other people if there's other people around um because I think that's a huge indicator if they're an asshole to like a waiter or waitress like see ya bro like that's a huge turnoff for me Um, I give so much respect to our servers because that shit is hard work. Um, But anyway, so I just think really lowering the expectations of a first date and just kind of think about it like, hey, I'm meeting a new friend. And if it goes, you know, more than that and, and you vibe with someone, then great. 
but I think trying not to have such a high expectation on first dates will, um, you know, you're just, you're not setting yourself up for failure, if that makes sense. And I'm not trying to say that in like a mean way or rude way. It's just not having such high hopes because then if it's not a great date, then you're kind of disappointed. And in, in my opinion, I feel like being disappointed is one of like the most unfortunate feelings and I've definitely done that before like oh I wonder if this is my husband and then it's like the date is trash and I'm like cool well now I'm upset so definitely try to keep those expectations not too high uh, because you're really just gambling with your rent money if you have really high expectations and then you're like oh well shit that wasn't that great so Um, And then another one of my tips is keeping your options open um, so you can just really best decide who fits in your life and who fits, um, you know, your lifestyle. And and if that person wants the same goals as you and if they want children down the road or if they want to move to Canada one day, like, I don't think it's ever too soon. And, And this is just my opinion. Some people think talking about having children on the first date is a big no-no. I think lay it out all on the table and if you and if that person respects it, they respect it and maybe they'll agree with you, maybe they don't, maybe they don't want children. But I think laying it out on the table and not scaring that person, not being like, oh, I want to get married at this date and I want to have kids in two years and this and that, just kind of be more vague like, oh yeah, like I really would enjoy to have a family one day. Um... You know, obviously, if these topics come up, don't like, I wouldn't push the topic. Um, but I think that that is a huge, um, it's it's huge. I mean, that's a huge life event that you need to be on the same page if you're, you know, if you're looking for that person and that you're the person that you're on a date with is looking for their person. Like, I think that's, it's never, in my opinion, too early to talk about that. So a story, another story um, that I just thought about, I went on a date date with a guy. At the time, I didn't really want children. Um, I have since changed my mind on children. I really do want them now. But at the time, years ago, I kind of was a little indifferent about having kids. And and this guy I was going on a date with... um, I don't think he brought it up on the date, but like we had like a great date. I could tell he was like a little bit more reserved. Like I'm definitely more like high energy, a lot of, um, I don't know. I'm just like a very bubbly person. And so our date was actually really good. We like got drinks, we got food, dinner. Um, we like sat and talked on like a bench for like a, like an hour. We were like making out and I was like, Oh, like this guy seems really into me the next day. He literally messaged me, texted me and was like, hey, like, I know on your profile it says that you don't want kids. Like, is that true? Like, kind of like asked me about it. And I was like, no, like, I appreciate you, you know, asking about it. Um, But I was just like, yeah, I don't really think that I want children. Uh, Is that going to, you know, be a factor? And he was like, yeah, actually. He's like, I really like, I've always wanted to be a dad. Like, um, so I don't really think that this is going to work. And I was like, okay, like I totally respected his, I, I appreciated that he at least brought it up and didn't just like ghost me. Um, so we like had a conversation about it. I said, you know, good luck. I hope that you found, I hope you find your person. Um, so that, that also is, is totally fine. If, if that situation happens, like 
you go on a date with someone and you realize that, hey, our goals don't really match up. Um, I think it's better to know sooner rather than later. Like you're, you know, in a relationship with this person and then you realize, oh shit, like we are complete opposites on, you know, what we want in life. And I think, like I said, talking about that sooner rather than later is definitely never a bad thing. So overall, just a little recap, um, make your clock. If you don't feel comfortable dating multiple people, totally understandable. Um, no matter what your goal is, definitely um, be transparent about what you want in life. And hopefully that person will be transparent with you and what they want. Um, definitely be honest and upfront and you don't owe any of these men an explanation of oh yes I am dating other people obviously if the conversation happens and they ask I would definitely not lie about it but just be honest and be like hey yeah I am seeing you know another guy um and just kind of seeing how it goes and maybe they'll ask questions maybe they won't maybe they'll get mad about it but again that's on them that's not on you I think just being completely straightforward Um, no one can fault you for that. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I wish you luck if you are on the dating field, dating field, that sounded really weird. If you're in the dating world, good luck. And definitely let me know if you have any other suggestions or topics that you want to hear. I do have some very exciting guests coming up. I cannot wait to have you guys listen to those episodes so definitely stay tuned make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on your podcast platform and definitely be sure to follow me on instagram i also am on tiktok and twitter at my naked mindset and then if you ever want to collaborate in any sort of way let let me know you can always dm me or you can email me at my naked mindset podcast at gmail.com I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for following along and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.